Hello, this is Timmy Black, and welcome once again to another episode of The Lives of Contemporary Artists. Am I the only one who does this? Do you do this? You ever find yourself in front of your computer, I don't know, late at night checking checking your email or looking up the difference between ontology and oncology, or maybe reading tomorrow's headlines of the New York Times, or maybe you're just browsing Amazon for, I don't know, cup holders or lawn furniture, and before you know it, you get, you get sucked in, and three hours later, you're three hours older, and the only thing you found out is that some cranky Republican politician somewhere thinks the moon is made out of cottage cheese and one of the chief obstacles inhibiting your success is the fear of failure. Now, I I do that. I admit it. I get sidetracked. I get get hooked into all those rabbit holes. I'm especially vulnerable to those YouTube talks. Typically, I, 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 I open up my laptop and and I have every intention of doing research for my next podcast, but instead I get roped into watching some some middle-aged person pacing an intensely lit stage wearing sensible and exceptionally clean, casual clothing with a winning smile passionately stating the obvious to an audience of doppelgangers. Now, these performance artists, because that's what they are, these performance lecturers were there open collars, their pants suits, their impeccable haircuts, their ecumenical aversion to any outward expression of flamboyance. These people who give these talks, these lectures, these inspirational speeches are so remarkable in their relentless optimism that in these dark, dismal times, how can one reproach oneself for, for getting sucked in? Ted X, Ted Z, Ted Y, personal development this, Conrad Morican's better self, Boris Lemon's unlearning channel, you name it, I've watched it, I admit it. I'm addicted to this stuff, I really am. And, And even though, or maybe especially because they pretty much say the, the same thing. They all say the same thing, really. Be resilient, don't give up, cruelty is bad, solar energy is good, everyone can be a leader, positive thinking is not magical thinking, your higher self is better than your lower self. Be present, be detached, be present and detached, but remain authentic. Do well, but do good, and above all else, don't be held back by your fear of failure. I often wonder why this fear of failure refrain is so popular. Why, no matter what the subject is, could be creativity, activism, climate change, voting rights, women's rights, personal fulfillment, professional achievement, cooking, baking, loneliness, despair, hope, optimism, the importance of love, the importance of good food, the power of now, the effective alchemy of close collaboration, meditation, psychological safety, confirmation bias, healing, the inevitability of death, and the joy of sex, no matter what these folks are peddling, it always comes down to fear of failure. F-O-F, Foth, Foth, fear of failure. If only 
It was that easy. Overcome your fear of failure and the world is yours for the taking. Overcome your fear of failure and you'll write the next great American novel. Overcome your fear of failure and you will become the next Steve Jobs or you'll 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 find your perfect you'll find your perfect mate. You'll find your perfect weight. Overcome your fear of failure and you'll live happily ever after endowed with reservoirs of positive energy with which you can flourish and excel. Fear of failure. That's the great scourge. Fear of failure. It's all so obvious. Overcome your fear of failure. Look. The only thing that's obvious to me is the power, the attraction of asinine, assonant, unilluminating alliteration. That's the only thing that's obvious to me. Now, let me tell you, I know a thing or two about failure. You might say I'm something of an expert. You know, before I had this incredibly popular and successful, internationally renowned, critically acclaimed arts podcast, I had a whole nother career as a, as a lousy, middling, uninspired painter. I had shows, I had collectors, I had grants, I had teaching jobs at mid-tier state universities, I had critical essays written about me by equally mediocre freelance art critics, I had independent curators parading through my studio, choosing work for all sorts of thematic group exhibitions with names like uh, 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 The New Colorists or uh, I was in something called Sister Squares Still Opposed. That one was in uh, some museum in Sacramento. I was also in the notorious but now forgotten Eyes Wide Shut Painters Who Can't Draw show. That one actually hung for three months at, at Corinthian Columns in, in New York and it got quite a bit of press. Anyway, the point is, the point is, all my work, my entire enterprise, my life, if you want to get dramatic about it, now that I see it clearly in retrospect, the sum of all my pre-podcast efforts was destined to one inevitable, predictable outcome. Failure. It was as if my work were a suitcase of smuggled, refined Colombian heroin at the nose of an airport bloodhound. Failure found me. I could not escape. It was my constant and loyal companion. I wasn't afraid of it. I welcomed it. I embraced it. Fear of failure. If only, if only, if only I had been afraid. If only... I had the good sense to be terrified. I could have saved myself from all the torments of frustrated ambition. You know, I wish all those self-help gurus had the courage to tell people the truth. The truth, the truth, the truth is, now here's the truth. The truth is that most fears are completely justified. They're healthy. It's the way that experience communicates with wishful thinking. 
It, 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 it's, it's, it's a simple survival mechanism. You, you know why I never got a job as a window washer? Because I'm afraid of heights. And, and, and you know why I don't eat cheeseburgers every day, even though I love them? It's because I'm afraid that an elevated level of LDL cholesterol will stiffen my arteries, occlude my circulation, and that one day, well before I'm ready, I'm gonna drop dead of a stroke. And had I showed the same rational judgment, that same fear of failure after graduating art school, I would have skipped the whole painter chapter of my life and maybe I would have pursued something I had half a talent for. I mean, thank God for podcasting. Painting. (laughs) I mean, really, who did I think I was kidding? I was never going to be the next Picasso. I mean, not everyone can be a, a Curado Malaspina or a, or a David Schaffman or a Mika Carpentier or even a Dahlia Danton. No. So here's the flashing red light of impending failure. Let it be a warning. If you don't have the talent, the stamina, the intellect, or the skill you will never be featured on the lives of contemporary artists.